this show may contain naughty language and explicit content. You have been warned. Welcome to Facehammer, an Age of Sigmar podcast. Bringing you product reviews, news from the UK tournament scene, as well as some pro hobby tips. So stay tuned and get ready for some hammer to your face. Welcome to Facehammer Road Trip. It's me, Russ the Face, and I'm joined by Les the Nose Martin. Yes. driving. I am driving, so if I'm quiet or concentrating, I am sorry. <laughs> yeah, you might also have some background noise and sat-nav noises, but that's just part of the uh, the driving yeah. experience. Yeah, the experience. It would be, if you ever wonder what it would like to be on a Facehammer road trip, no, you can't. <laughs> yeah, maybe not quite. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so where are we driving back from? Um, just so people get an idea what we're doing. We're driving back from Warhammer World. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, in Nottingham. So um, we've been up there to collect my my Stormcast army that is going to be in a future issue of White Dwarf, which is quite nice. Do you know which issue you'd uh, have to say? It's going to be. Oh, well, I don't, they haven't told me not to say. But well, that's all right then. Yeah. So it's uh, that's the Ben Curry approach. They haven't said not to. So just get on with it. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the October issue. So we get the new um, the new format. Which I mean, we've all signed up for the for the subscription because it's like a bargain at fifty quid. But, um, yeah, it is a bargain. I do have a little bit of a story about my subscription woes, but uh, <laughs> I won't go into this. We won't go into it now. <laughs> um, I won't name and shame because it's kind of I'm used to good customer service from GW, and recently it's been a bit uh, been a bit lacking, so to speak. So uh, <laughs> in the white we'll, we'll go from that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the October issue. Mine's going to be my my army is going to be in. So which is quite good. Not the first one, the second one, which is quite nice. Yeah, yeah, not not the, the relaunch, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, they uh, they might have you up again, so I hear. Yeah, no, they were very interested in my Sylvanef stuff. So when the Sylvanef army is finished, I'll be yeah, hopefully having a follow up interview and a so follow up. Good way to get motivated to paint, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I have to pull my finger out a little bit because I was just about to sort of like ease up on the Sylvanef and yeah, now you're like frothing. Yeah, no, I'm like, yeah, I better have you know. Yeah. You, tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm good. Love me, love me. <laughs> Give me attention. Show me your attention. <laughs> um, no, but it's it's always nice to be recognised by sort of like you know the, the guys up there to for having a nice army. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so um, it's cool. Yeah, okay. So really, what we're going to talk about today is a little bit of an experiment. Um, is we're going to talk a little bit about the general's handbook because we haven't really talked about it um, on the show. I got my copy quite late actually so I couldn't really do a pre-show um, so if you want to know a general overview go listen to Heel and Hammer or Bad Dice because they do it we're not going to do it You know, we're, yeah. it's, it's already out there, people have seen it there's no point. Um, if you don't know what it is then get out from your rock um, yeah. go to your local GW go, go or, to GW or they've got a copy store. or yeah. you know uh, or go to Element Games and pre-order it because everyone needs this book. Um, yeah. So, obviously, we announced the Face Hammer GT, which is going to use the General's Handbook system or most of it. Yeah. Um, more details on that later. But um, <laughs> we're all going to Warlords at Warhammer World, um, so we need to plan our armies. So we thought, while we're driving back, we can discuss what we're going to take. Um, yeah. So, for those who don't know, Warlords is the Games Workshop 
um, Age of Sigmar tournament, the first sort of competitive event they've run since they stopped doing the heats and the grand tournaments, which some of you won't know what I'm talking about, but I, I don't know what you're talking about. No, yeah. So they used to run 150 player free heats, and the top 50 from each went to a final, and they were like the most prestigious ranking events and the biggest events in the scene. And when we run the South Coast GT, we wanted to kind of be the Grand Tournament of the South. Um, now, they stopped doing that. And, you know, I won't go into why, because I don't know, because it's madness. Um, and they went to, like, these events which were like, come along, take what you want. There's no rules other than you've got to have fun. Um, make sure you hug each other at random intervals during the round vote for your favourite person at the end of the event and they can have and, and I'm surprised they didn't do everyone takes away a little prize because everyone's a winner um, it's like being at school yeah it's like school yeah. sports day events um, didn't appeal didn't bother um, they might have been a lot of fun I mean like you know I'm not knocking it This it's more of a narrative play to use the GW um, term yeah, um, I went to a, a 40k event after like a campaign weekend, like years and years and years ago. What round bases? Oh wait, hey. um, <laughs> yeah, I took the Necron Cross on this. It was amazing. Oh, on a hobby event? Yeah, <laughs> you scum. <laughs> you yeah, absolute I did, yeah, I scum. Get, it was back when they were the only flyers. As did well. you get any votes? No, no, no. You didn't. No, what a shock! It was amazing. Um, so yeah, and it was just run really well. I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, it was definitely not what you call like for tournament play or like a cutting edge tournament sort. No, and um, it's story driven and stuff. So, which is fine. And if you go into a hobby weekend, that's fine. But I, I didn't feel the GW like events were even hobby events. They were like trying to be a tournament. But if you're yeah. going to do a hobby campaign weekend, you've got fluff, special scenarios, yeah. and rules, and it's more about the story. Fine, but it was just turn up and play games yeah it was kind of a bit shit let's be honest um, sorry Brian Carmichael I don't I don't rate your Throne of Skulls win because <laughs> it wasn't when it was actually Throne of Skulls so uh, come speak to me when you win a real one um, so <laughs> um, we're into we're into Warlords and um, I think it's going to be good it's going to be really good it's going to be General's Handbook Swiss chess system competitive play um, so we're all excited about it. Yeah, I think the pack that they've released is really quite good as well. That's quite good. It is good, yeah. Yeah, it's, there's no sort of like glaring things in the pack that I thought, oh, well, I'm not really sure about that. I, I think that they... I think there's a lot of usual common sense. Yeah. Which is kind of the way that COs run things. And it's always difficult when you get newer players who don't really understand the almost say tournament etiquette yeah. or behaviour. and, and Actually, in the past, the GWGTs did have a bit of a problem with people who weren't used to playing outside their little social groups attending and then realising, okay, the way we play isn't really necessarily the right way. And actually, perhaps we could be nicer and less awkward on the table or, you know, but I didn't have many bad games, but the bad games I had were at the GW events in the past. Is that due to sort of like your opponent being just a bit socially awkward, or is it down well, to them? I think they up? just don't understand that it's a two-player experience. Okay. You're not, I'm not generalising horribly here, but yeah. I played a couple of people where, obviously, they used to play in the local store, 
they probably are a big fish in their local store yeah. or their local village gaming club or whatever they do go to the big GW event and they're thinking I want to I want to do well I'm a good player everyone's telling them they're going to do well and they play because you're now suddenly exposed to a larger group of decent players you suddenly realise you just isn't that good yeah and, and actually then they get try and push it or get funny with you because they're not the game's not going that well or they have a different interpretation of the rules um, which I don't expect to have because Age of Sigmar is a lot clearer yeah it does seem I can imagine in 8th, 8th edition or, or yeah well I'm going back to 6th edition Christ, I used to play yeah. this yeah, yeah. so um, but yeah I mean like in old edition old style Warhammer it was a constant problem I can't see that being an issue with, with Age of Sigmar no, because no, it, it, not at all. it seems really like clear and concise and, and stuff like your uh, like in the pack they're saying that we measure to bases in competitive play yeah we you know uh, we sort of like thankfully them. they put that in yeah <laughs> I, like, I don't I don't really want people like stacking their models on top of my models I, yeah that would be I would really get very bad. angry you'd be like what are you doing well, um, stop, stop it there is a bit of a hobby focus at the event though isn't there yeah because if you get nominated for painting you win yeah, minor a minor victory. victory in points don't you so they are kind of saying you do need to be more than just about the gaming which yeah. I kind of like they, they even say that in the pack really they yeah they to, do yeah. you need to be it's like a it's you need to have a, a wild painted army uh, well not a wild painted army but like an army that is finished and they're saying like if your army isn't finished if there's models that aren't based or painted they'll ask you to remove them which is pretty standard for what yeah, you get like, in an independent so. scene but I suppose for people who've never gone to an event like that before it could be quite sort of yeah I'd, I'd be interested to see what how they enforce that because I remember going to GTs and there was some very questionable models and paint jobs being used and it was kind of that balance of do you tell them they can't use it or do you allow you know and it's kind of where do you draw the line so it's always a bit of a problem as a TO what you do and I think hopefully they'll just enforce it, uh, but not not so much that they're in really being over overzealous with it. Yeah. I think like anything like that, you've just got to be sensible. Um, I don't think they've put like the three colours and stuff like that. I think they put like the model has to be painted in the well, yeah, but areas. The problem with three colours, as soon as you start saying it has to be three colours, it has to be X Y Z, someone clever dickhead will come along and go. All right. Well, you paint well, it. I'll paint it white, yeah. and I'll put three dots of color on it in different places. It's like, well, technically, yeah. that's three colors. They, they haven't said that, though, have they? I think no, I think they just say they've got to be painted. So yeah. they'll just go and go. That's that's not what we want to see. So take it off. I hope anyway. But to be honest, I don't expect to see a lot of bad armies. No, it's not that. But it's not that sort of like. There is no cutting edge list in Age of Sigmar. There is no super power build and General's Handbook's new right so even the independent players are going to be a little bit out of depth yeah so no one's going to be like right I'm going to get this is the filth this is what I'm going to take (coughs) Sylvaneth then no 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 any look look for your books find any ability that isn't a spell that you can spam (laughs) that's all you've got to do stackable buffs that aren't spells I'm telling you now I'm painting another Castellan Castellan's yeah you're looking at the five night is here off drop nuke army yes Joe uh, Prasad so, yeah, yeah Joe you've Brisbane. got um, blood secretor banners no don't tap take back. four of those four no. attacks and model 
All immune to Battleshock, Scarbrand with like how many whip dudes can you get? Yeah, get three whippies on him. Yeah, straight plus nine plus opponent. nine is it? Oh. <laughs> straight in your opponent's body. Straight in there. Yeah, and then you've got uh, you know turn one blood letter bomb is a thing. Um, <laughs> I, honestly, I think I think there are some really really horrible stackable effects. Uh, multiple negative to hits, for example. Yeah, get, your, get your moan girl out. Uh, uh, I really so. hope they don't point it in time. I really will. I know they're going <laughs> to. I really they hope are. they don't. They are going to point it. Yeah, I hope they point it while they're going to. Pe- they're going to. I want to point it. It wants to be three sixty for moan girl. No. Well, same as a prime. I could kind of see that. Yeah, three sixty for a mongrel. I'll take. Yeah, but that's the same you, as South Coast eighteen, isn't it? Yeah, but you take what and what you would. Yeah, I'll take it. Three sixty. Three sixty is fine. Yeah. My, my my prediction is probably I'm going to go to three eighty to four twenty. Yeah. That band, um, just because the people making the decision have probably seen it's filth. some of the internet. It, it's good, but it's not that good. It's like you get to a point where you go, it's really good. For those and then you go, oh, but... For those listeners who don't know, Russ, do you own a Mourngold? Yep. Okay, there we are. But, <laughs> but, under South Coast, you get them at half price if you summon them. Yeah, which is... So, if you're paying full price, you can't summon them. Then it's... 400 points, it's a big chunk of your army. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, and, know, like, I so don't weird. think a, a Mongol is any worse than a Prime. No. Because, yeah, the Prime doesn't have all that defect, but he can come down wherever he wants. Yeah, it depends. And, you know, I mean, I, and his attack's a lot better. Yeah, but the Prime dies after, usually, if someone doesn't know what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, but he doesn't need to survive, does he? He comes down and kills something, and he's done. And he's like, I've done my work, it's done. It's done. The Mongol, it's good, but it's not that good. Come on. It, oh, prime <laughs> level, I'll accept, because that's the same as I pointed in South Coast. Yeah. So, of course, I agree, that's the same price. But yeah. if it's priced at like four fifty, five hundred, no one's going to take no, it. No, no, it needs to be. You're not going to take a five hundred point. I mean, when you look at Arcan, I mean, like Manfred, it's good. If he's Manfred's cheaper than a Mongol, you're never going to take a Mongol, are you? No, you take. Manfred. What about Nefrata? No, I, I four forty. I think it needs to be about three eighty. Yeah, I think three eighty, four hundred. That's that's about yeah. right. Three eighty, I'd yeah. say, is the right price. Yeah, I'd say three eighty is the sweet spot on the Mongol. People yeah. out there could go. It's a behemoth as well, so. You yeah. can't take. That's, oh, you can't yeah. spam it. Well, it's a behemoth. It's a monster. So, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, you you go. Well, okay, I've got Manfred. That's a behemoth. I've got that as a behemoth. You so you, you need a four. Yeah. I mean, you could just take four Mongols. Yeah. But no, then you no, would no, have an army. Yeah. Where's you? your battle line then? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so um, we should probably mention this, shouldn't we? Yeah. Probably. You, you guys out there probably know already. That, yeah. um, the way I'll give you a quick overview of the general's handbook. So it's a, the old style system of like. 1,000, 2,000 points, but you don't buy models individually or upgrades individually, they've basically taken the pool system, so you buy groups of models, generally in the box sets you buy them in, and they cost a set of points, normally a multiple of 20, so you're looking at 20, 40, 60, 80, 100, etc. 100 is the equivalent of 5 in South Coast, which is basically 20 times 5. You will have um, your leaders, so you can have up to, in 2,000 points, you can have up to six leaders, up to four behemoths, 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 I think it's uh, four uh, war machines, Yeah, three or four war the, machines. same as the behemoth, I think. I you've, got, you've got to take three battle line units. Yes. Um, and you can take any, anything else. Yeah, I know, um, I know there's a few sort of like uh, comments floating around the internet about how 
battle line units are really restricting the way that people want to build and play their armies. But I feel that. Oh come on, really? Yeah, no, I saw it. I saw it floating around on Twitter. Whereas I, I believe that. Well, it is a restriction. Let's yeah, put it. Let's it put it's it, there for. It's, it's like, there for a reason. Yeah, you, know? you need to take. You need to take battle. I personally think you need to take battle line units. Otherwise, why would you ever take any of the other? Why would you ever take skeletons and an undead army? You, you wouldn't, wouldn't, would you? You'd never do it. No. Why no. would you take? Um, if you're not taking any formations, why would you take like liberators in a, a stormcast? Well, you wouldn't, army? would you? No, you just wouldn't do it. Or so I, I think I think the problem is a, a battle line unit. Every faction. Uh, that's Grand Alliance, I should say, yeah. has ac- access to a battle line unit, which is a scoring unit, and they're you know a hundred points or less. Yeah. So you're looking at you taking three hundred points out of your army. Is that a big deal for three scoring units? I don't yeah. think so. No, and I think it is like a core tax. It is a core tax again. But yeah, but I think it makes your army look a little bit more like an army. But also, like realistically, if you were to compare a unit of five liberators now compared to say a unit of 20 spearmen from Empire and Eighth. There is much more usable applications for a unit of liberators than those 20 spearmen, I think. Yeah. And yeah. I think that there's there's still yeah, they may be a form of tax, but I think that they, they, they genuinely have a, a role on the battlefield that is yeah, of course they do, and I yeah. think the the real the best lists, I think, will utilise the battle line units in an effective way. Yeah. So you're not just wasting the points. Um, so you basically, I think, with the battle line tax, if you want to call it a tax, yeah. you've got your your main options are take the cheapest possible ones in a minimum quantity, yeah. and they're literally there to do nothing but score. But score, we, or you take, <laughs> you take your your core units as part of your army, and you try and find a battle line unit which works for you. So which is what. Yeah, I'll, I'll do. Yeah, which is what you're going to do. Yeah, um, I do regret my decision of suggesting it now. <laughs> but um, so bas- basically, you, you're going to look at um, you're going to look at your core. There's either something you're going to take minimum, or something you're going to use as part of your army list design. So um, before we get into what we're thinking about doing and what we can take, let's just talk about the allegiances. And yeah. the confusion, I guess, around um, your grand... What's it called? Allegiance, isn't it? It's, it's your, allegiance, your, your allegiance. Yeah. Uh, so, I think you can... Your army... Your battle line units change depending on your allegiance. Yeah. So, I think the, the issue online was regarding destruction and the Iron Jaws, wasn't it? The yeah, the, somebody was about. talking about it. But it, it works for any, really. Flesh yeah. eaters and deaths the same. Yeah, okay. So, each grand alliance has access to some... Magic items and command traits and an army-wide special rule. And um, what you've got in this situation is, you, so people are saying, well, if you're the Iron Jaws Allegiance, you're not destruction, so you can't have you you can, but yes, you can have both allegiances. Yeah. So actually, you're one or the other. But then there was some question mark about if you pick Iron Jaws. Then your brutes become core, but then could you then use the destruction command traits and abilities? Yeah, that and, was it, that basically was, yes, you can. So that's what the issue was, wasn't it? It was like if people take the iron jaws as their, their keyword, then do they they don't get the destruction abilities, but iron jaws allows you to have brutes as battle line. Yeah, so they're saying can you use brutes as battle line? Just take iron jaws and use the de- destruction. Yeah, and, um, command traits, artifacts. Yeah. and the army-wide special rule and yes you can that's definitely yeah. the case 
yeah. I 100% confirm that is the case yeah so uh, it will it will be officially set into PDF at some point I imagine yeah. um, so that's but just a, but just a quick one on that your four main factions have got different allegiance abilities and yeah. magic items and command traits so with warlords it's playing the six missions yeah um so which i mean like just to give a quick overview on that a lot of the missions revolve on having models within a range of an objective to flip it over or to capture it yeah. to score points one of the missions you need to have heroes um, yeah. other than that it doesn't matter and if it can score really but it's number of models. That's the thing so, that, that, that sort of like surprised me when me and you first started talking about it, wasn't it, Russ? Is that it isn't number of. So if you say need five, well, yeah, number of models to capture, if you've got one Liberator left in a unit, five Judicators, and a Retributor, then that is seven models. Yeah, they don't have to be from the same they unit. They don't have to so be it's just the same friendly unit. models. But that's the same thing if you take an elite army with just big models. Yeah. You haven't got the bodies to contest or capture so yeah that's one of the things you need to think about with your list design it's really good saying I've Archeon 6 Varangard have gone summoner and a Lord of Change or that you don't have enough models really to, to contest when to you've contest. got 30 clan rats yeah or if you're taking for instance like the Paul Whitehead list yeah. with the, yeah. the the four Thunder Tusks or whatever like the two Stonehorns two Thunder Tusks um, and then a few Ogres you're not going to have the bodies to be able to I mean yeah there isn't going to be a lot left when you charge into stuff but if you're well that's the balance isn't it because yeah. you're going to you're going to decimate those cheap body units but there's a lot of them so you kind of got to I think the key and what I'd say to people writing their, their list is balance yeah don't try and be spam special like quirky yeah. just write a balanced army and you'll be fine I think is the key point um, so I guess that kind of brings us on to what we're thinking about taking. So, Les, I'll start with you. Yeah. What's so, your kind of feeling at the moment? So, being the like the uber competitive meta player that I am, or not, um, I was I was toying <laughs> with the idea of taking the Sylvan F army that I started, um, but with generally the way I've looked at the the general's handbook and the amount of time I can put towards getting an army up together is that I, I figured I'd, I'd take my Stormcast army um, for a couple of reasons. Um, one reason, and I'm not going to lie, is that I feel it's my best opportunity to get a painting nomination, which gives me that minor win, which could be mean the difference if I, if I do well. I think you're going to get more out of that than you would having a diff, the Sylvan F army, yeah. and I think the fact that you you played a lot with it, yeah. And it, and let's be honest, Stormcasts are not rubbish. No. So I think you can you can be competitive, and you can be competitive in the painting. Yeah. And, and like, it's know, just the right army. It's to the take. right army for me to take. I've played a lot of games with Stormcasts. I think by the time Warlords get here, I, I might be up to ninety games with them in a year, which is. You know, I'm hoping I'll be up to 90 games with them in a year. Um, and also, I, I looked at the points and stuff. And whilst I think the Sylvan F are also quite, I can get a nice army in for the 2,000 points. I think that the list that I I, I want to take, um, I think, is quite quite. It fits nicely and it, it suits what I've been doing while well with over the last year. Yeah. So, so um, what are you taking? So the I, I can't remember all the points off the top of my head, but I'll tell you the list anyway. Everyone's going to groan listening to this because it's pretty much 
my standard list but it's I can fit in under 2000 points I can take the Let, let's be honest no matter how standard it is it's not still not going to be Terry it's TM no. the same thing every time yeah so. ter- Terry Fry can take the same list to everything um, so obviously there's no sideboard or anything like that it's just your straight phase 2000 points um, but I'm going to take the the, the Celestin Prime the Skyborn Slayer Formation which is a Lord Celestin two units of Liberators two units of Judicators uh, a unit of Protectors and a unit of Decimators um, I'm also going to then take um, two more units of Judicators which fit in nicely for the four units of Judicators which smashes my battle line because because I'm using Stormcast Eternals um, Judicators become battle line yeah I'm sorry about that everyone hey. <laughs> um, so yeah so I've got the four Judicator units um, and then I'm also going to take in, just generally because of the the bodies that you need to have now you don't because of the missions are you like models for scoring not um, you know not sort of like scoring units essentially yeah. um, what I've looked at doing is I'm going to paint up um, I've got some half done already but I'm going to paint up six um, prosecutors with javelins Um the idea being as well is that they're quite good shooting units they're very fast moving and i'll deploy them as a unit of six i think yeah i've got um i've actually got 18 prosecutors in my stormcast really because i use the vanguard wing formation that was there so my army's like 15 liberators yeah. in one unit and um and 18 prosecutors. um prosecutors got three yeah. units of six I think they're, I think so in, they're not bad in sixes. I think that the the prosecutors with javelins will come into their own because you're going to have two tritons in the unit, which are always doing damage to a renworm. You know, you, then you're going to have the rest of the guys, and they, they do a lot. I mean, I found they were like um, either amazing yeah. because every time a wound goes through, it does a lot. Yeah, but if it doesn't go through, it does nothing. So it's kind of you either do loads or you do nothing yeah. it's kind of there's well, no in between I, I've ran them as a three before and I found them a bit lacklustre but then yeah. you're only having three shots yeah three shots threes and threes or whatever it is and you know you're not rending on the standard hits so yeah. I figured with, with six you're going to have two shots going in with rend one always doing damage two and then you've got the, the other four shots that are, have no rend as long as you're nine inches away you're doing damage two so with, with the 12 inch move and you know the 18 inch range on the javelins you've got like quite a big threat range so again it's it will be nice to be able to sort of like pump those into the low armoured units and try and sort of like reduce the amount of models yeah they're really quick to react to um, to like the, where they need to be on the table like yeah. they can get and to where they need to be so they're not amazing in combat but like, you know they do alright you know you could probably put them into like a really depleted unit just to finish it off yeah, they're shocking in combat. Yeah, um, so, you, you, you wouldn't yeah. want them in there, would you at all? But like, you know, no, I think if you're using the hammer ones, yeah. they're a bit more rounder, so you could do that multi-roll. I, I think that's why the javelins are slightly cheaper because they are rubbish in combat. Yeah, they are. But they I, jump. I think the way I like to play Stormcast, which is sit off and shoot, and then hammer the opponent with with sort of like my elite troops in the in the key points. Um, I think it'll suit the way I play because essentially I'm going to have. You know, four units of judicators on the table plus a unit of six prosecutors dishing out a lot of damage from a lot of range. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, they're not going to shoot off the likes of Archeon or like Nagash or something like that, but I think just the the continued. But you don't need to shoot them off, do you? You need to shoot off the. Everything that scores. The units that have got bodies that score. Yeah. So. 
So, um, and also, it, it's that that target for me because, I, like we said in the previous episode, I was never going to get ten retributors on the table unless I took them to an event. And I've have been sat on these sort of like three prosecutors that are built and base coated, and the three that are still on the screw for for months now. Um, and I've just not I've not done anything with them. And I think by me taking them to this to this event and to to Reign of Stars, the event that Chris Tomlin from the Black Suns running. Um, it gives me that kick up the arse that I need to get it done. Yeah, and I'm, I'm the same with my stuff. Really, I've got yeah. to pull my finger out. Yeah. So, um, so, so, first things first. What do you think? Do you think that's good? Yeah, I yeah. mean, Skyborn Slayers has done yeah. you done you good in the past. Yeah, Skyborn so, Slayers will get me into the Masters, I reckon. Yeah, probably. Yeah, the way it's going. I think uh, that might have been the team event. Might help that. Yeah, I'm the team. Yeah, yeah. but you, we say the team event, but you know, I, I pulled my weight. No, everyone did. That, that we were all good. I mean. Going into the last round, not having to even play, I mean, it just shows you that everyone did well. Yeah. I was surprised how well Byron did, and you know, because he obviously not played at all since Blood and Glory. No. Um, so yeah, what, what are you thinking of taking them? Russ, let's go through what yours. Well, I've been think. I've been kind of flipping around. Um, so I've got my undead stuff, which undead super strong. Like yeah, like the allegiance abilities and the command trait. If Nico is, is amazing. Yeah. Right. If Nico's listening because he was whinging about death being rubbish. Nico, what was whinging about death Let's being be honest, rubbish? On, he doesn't on, know what he's talking Twitter, about. Really. Yeah, the you were wrong. <laughs> yeah, you are just <laughs> yeah, wrong. So. Okay, so like the you look at the other abilities, and they're okay, they're a bit lackluster. But the death ones, oh my god, amazing. how amazing are these? Right, so you've got your every undead death model within ten inches of your general or a hero. On, when it takes a wound on a roll of a six ignores it so it's a six up mortal wound and wound save after your saves Ridiculous. then you can take a command item that makes it on a five <laughs> so basically you get a two horrible to die save on your so, entire army so what does a crypt you told me about the crypt horrors earlier on well, well, well don't ruin it sorry get in there I'll get in there sorry right. okay so um, <clears throat> then I'm going to talk a few options yeah. through the magic items okay. so one of the um, artifacts is Cloak of Mist and Shadows. So the Cloak of Mist and Shadows, as some of you from old editions will know, was Henrik Kemmler's cloak. Um, and what that allows you to do, and it's even in AOS in the compendium, is to move 2d6 inches. But they just went, no, move 12 inches in the hero phase. 12 inches. So the hero what you can do is you can have a blood dragon, well, a vampire lord on zombie dragon. Yeah, and you can go. Okay, so the, these are bit. Remember, these artifacts don't have to be on your general. No. Right. So you can go. I will give this to my vampire lord on zombie dragon. Okay. So then you put him on the twelve inch line, and yep. you go right hero face. I'm moving twelve inches. So he's twenty four inches on the board at this point. Then he can move. Yeah. Then what's he could charge. Move? What's his move? Uh, Fourteen, I think. Oh my God, yeah. So basically, he's charging whatever he wants. Yeah. On the first. He two. is. He is gonna get some on turn one. Right? Yeah. Awesome, that's really cool. That's so, a, if you ever play against it, zombie dragon dead, you take first turn. Yeah, but unless they don't, you know, <laughs> then you don't even have to use it. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. So. Um, and the uh, and it's still useful even in later oh, turns. Yeah. It's just it's just such a good. And even if you go, oh, okay, I'll move this way so I can then nuke your wizard. But then the, you're not in range to hurt me, so you can put it on casters. It's really yeah, useful. You can deploy out of twelve inches, and then like you know, yeah, exactly. You could yeah. be outside of eighteen, and then and then you trip. could go. Well, he's got his hero phase. He's not within eighteen, so he can't cast on me. 
I was like, oh, I've got here, I'll move, but with cloak of destruction, then I'll nuke you. Yeah. So I got, you know, you, you're basically going to get that off. Um, yeah. And it's just really good for going like, right, someone's going to be on it. I'm going to put these guys here to be a scoring unit. They're right close to the um, to the actual the, the table, um, to the scoring, the scoring objective. You can then go, right, my turn, hero phase, 12 inches, move 14, 2d6 charge, wipe that unit off when someone thought that it was going to be safe. Yeah. Yeah, and I think as well you've got the curse book. So yeah. if you're within three inches, you're minus one to hit. <laughs> so that doesn't mean hitting the model with it. That means if you're, unless you've got the death word, where, well, you're playing death, so everything's going to have death. Yeah. Um, obviously, if you're playing against death, it doesn't really help you. So does that <laughs> stack with the mooring bill? Yep. So you're minus, minus three. So you're minus three, minus four to hit on a perfect storm. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, just, just stack those minuses. Um, you've got the uh, I think it's called it something else but it's basically the Von Karstein ring okay. so your general die or your model dies you're on a 2 plus you come back with D3 wounds so let's say for example you've got your blood dragon yeah on uh, well blood dragon or vampire on zombie dragon yeah so you uh, you die okay come back use your chalice get another D6 wounds back so, <laughs> and, and you don't have to come back where you died what? so you can come on you can come up basically back anywhere on the table as long as you're more than I think it's nine inches away yeah. I haven't got the book to hand so I might be wrong or in the car remember yeah um, so that's really cool um, that, to be honest like the death stuff I just look at the death items and I'm going they're all really cool I, I the, the army wide special rule is amazing I, I just can't see why this army is not super super strong oh it is um, and then you look at the flesh eaters and you go okay so if I'm flesh eaters and I've got a crypt haunter as my uh, general then crypt horrors are battle line okay and the max size of a crypt horror unit is 12 models so that's (laughs) it's just like how many wounds each? they are 4 wounds each so that's 48 wounds in a unit with a 5 up save normal and a 5 up ignore save yeah and then you heal models back to the units from your courtiers. Yeah. Their battle line, and they re-roll to hit because you're going to take your king on um, zombie dragon. Yeah. His spell allows you to um, make them re-roll to hit. Yeah. And then you can give the guy on zombie dragon the cloak of mist and shadows. So he's there. So you've with got the, the turn one charge zombie dragon. You've got the re-roll to wound and re-roll to hit. Yeah. And you've got their battle line. Yeah, and um, you've got a five-up save. Ugh. So you've got a really, really strong army, um, and we didn't talk about it. Reinforcement pool. Yeah. Um, your reinforcement pool. You basically say this is how many points I want of stuff I can bring on during the game. You don't have to say what it is. You don't have to say I've got these units are in my reserves. You just say I have five hundred points of reserves, reinforcement points. So you would deploy fifteen hundred points in yeah. a two thousand point game. And then have. during the game you bring whatever you want. Yeah. So now this I don't know if they're gonna FAQ it, but say you want the Allegiance Rockbringer yeah. to get Blight Kings' core. Yeah. And then you take a reinforcement pool of five hundred. Mm-hmm. Just summon that Lord of Change in. Because you've already got your allegiance. Yeah. You've already got your battle line. Ugh, that's just <laughs> that sounds exploitive. So it's a little bit, but yeah, it, it is. is. But then again, you look at it, you go, "Well, why not?" 
don't be that guy internet. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Don't bring on Nurgle Demons. If you're going to do it, bring on Nurgle Demons. Yeah. But it still the same applies because if you've got Nurgle Demons, you don't have Nurgle Mortal Allegiance. No. So actually, you wouldn't get Vikings as cool. But because they're not on in your list, but I think I think I know you say it's abusive, but I think that's part of the reason to use a reinforcement pool. Because otherwise, there's very little reason to actually use it. Yeah, why would you? Especially because um, that's where your summoning pool essentially is. Isn't yeah, it? that's where you're not getting a an extra, you know, three million zombies or no demons, Terry. Um, <laughs> when you you know in you you like you do in South Coast, you like your half price bloodthirster and stuff like that. It is actually part of your army. I would. I, I think it's intended probably to be. Well, we did. Disc- I think we. I think Dan flagged it. Yeah. Um, but it didn't obviously get changed. But I think there's some inherent problems with the way when you start to go. Oh, just do this. Actually, it becomes very hard to explain it. Yeah. And it becomes very techy. And actually, the worst thing you want is an inaccessible set of rules. Yeah. With lots of long-winded explanation, and a TO can still make their call of what they want. So a TO could just say, "You've got to say what what it is." I hope they don't, because I think the flexibility is what's cool. Yeah. And actually, what you can do as well is you can say, well, "Okay, so I've got an ability like Nefratus. I get a Vampire Lord. Yeah. I don't want to pay for a Vampire Lord. Keep it in the cycle just in case. But if you've got a set a number of points and you put whatever you want on, yeah, then you can go, okay, cool." I'll kill that thing and I go well I've got the points for it I might as well use it actually I don't really want the vampire on this circumstance I won't use it but I, I wouldn't, it gives I, you the option I don't think you should be able to you should just be able 500 points as my reinforcements you don't, shouldn't tell people what is in yeah. there I think it's really cool I, I do think that if you bring on say if you've got like a Rockbringers army and then you bring on a Lord of Change the Lord of Change should break the allegiance and then you don't have any of the allegiance abilities when that model's on the table yeah but it's not about the allegiance abilities because your allegiance is chaos it's the fact that the Rockbringer is a battle line, but I don't think it should break. I think it's fine. I just, I just think you. It's the same as like if you've got a flesh eater army, you could summon on like direwolves or something or, or skeletons. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily not fluffy. I just, I, I just literally think that's part of the benefit of having it. Yeah. Um, I suppose so listening to how you, you listen to like your, your, like your reasoning behind it, it does make, it does make sense really. You won't want someone to bring something on and have that restriction. I suppose. That the, well, how do you do it? You've already deployed, so you can't now go. I don't have it. They're not battle line. Don't have enough battle line units. It's illegal. I lose. It's sort of, yeah, well, how do you, how do you even to... write that into the rules? Yeah, I mean, it, that, that's that's the problem you get. You should, I mean, it's one of those things where you go like, do you then go if you bring something on that, that would remove the the ability to make your list legal? Then yeah, but then okay. Do. So then my Rockbringers army can't summon Nurgle demons. What's wrong with that? Yeah, fair point. I, I think you just got to just accept it and just say, well, that's what it is. Yeah, and there might be some abuses around it, but if there is, for example, a really big loophole, then you just comp that loophole. You don't yeah. comp the whole thing generally, yeah. and that's the problem that's always been the case with general restrictions. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad they scaled all that back anyway, and you, 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 there isn't very many general restrictions. Give it sort of like three months, and Dan Ford will have found the loophole, won't you? Then yeah, then it would just get comped it. out. It's yeah. fine. So. so <laughs> um, we love you, Dan. Keep coming up with these cool lists. We love it. Yeah. Um, but I think... So, death. Okay, death are really super good. Yeah. Might, and there's another one you could do, which is amazing. Okay. So you could take Death Lord's Allegiance. So more ghasts become core. Or battle line, oh. sorry. So basically your army is Arcan, Frater, and more ghasts. 
then you take a big reinforcement pool and you start summoning whatever you want at any time from any game how cool is that Nagash is a beast because you basically just go I'm going to got Nagash and I've got more ghasts with the battle line and the rest of my points is reinforcement and I will summon whatever the fuck I want yeah. where, for each game case by case what I need right so yeah. I think that's cool I think that otherwise you'd never use that allegiance yeah. so how, how many yeah, we don't know how many points more ghasts are like, what would that arm what, look more, like more ghasts yeah. 240 240 is that for two because there's two in a box yeah yeah so 120 each like really so, yeah basically yeah. yeah so six they're six each. Yeah, that's that's so, actually not bad. How many points is Nagash these days? Uh, under General's handbook, he is. I want to say nine hundred. Yeah, nine hundred. So there, you're going to have a substantial amount of Morgas on the table. Like. Well, you, you've got to have three units of two. So you're gonna uh, have to... so that's basically six hundred and something points. Uh, Seven hundred and twenty plus yeah. the nine. So you've basically got sixteen twenty. So you haven't really got that big of reinforcement pool in Nagash. No, let's be honest. That's the problem, I suppose. Then is that it, it's more. I think these characters, like Nagash and stuff, are probably more sort of like designed for your bigger games, and you, you, you sort of like you because at nine hundred points, he is half your army, really, isn't he? You know. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So, yeah, so death sounds great. Yeah, but I'm not probably not going to take death. No. <laughs> no, no, why not? Um, because I kind of want to take a nicely painted army, which makes sense. And my death stuff is um, dipped, essentially. So it's, it's still nice. Though, it's with nice, the new basing and, but um, I kind of, I kind of want to show off a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's understandable. Um, and also, like if I took death, I would be spending a lot of my time sprucing it up. What I've decided to do is because I've got the doubles coming up as well and Radio yeah. Stars. I'm probably going to take Rockbringers. Okay. Well, I say Rockbringers, Nurgle. So we've just uh, been to Forge World. Yeah. And I uh, may have purchased a, uh, a fatty. You, yeah. The, the, I think the the Great Clean one, the Forge World Great Clean, was probably the best Great Clean one. That, They've done even like I mean, well, that model's amazing. It's amazing. I love I love Terra's conversion, but I I think the for the, me it reminds me of the cover of the Realm of Chaos book for the nineteen eighties, and that's yeah. the reason to have it. He's even got I love the like the big tongue and stuff like yeah like the sword and stuff. It just looks evil, but 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 kind of mean and evil, but at the same time a little bit kind of mischievous okay so this is gonna I'm gonna throw this out there and you might not know what I'm talking about but do you not think that for me he reminds me of like Pennywise the clown from It the Stephen King movie yeah a little bit you know he doesn't look like him but he just reminds me of that sort of like it's horrible but he's also got that well he's got that grin isn't he it's kind of that horrible grin Um, but I think anyway so that's a cool model so I've got my old warriors and Nurgle demons so I need to rebase them yeah, it's just, I've not seen this army used since you took it to Blood and Glory, was it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I haven't used it for a long time. Um, and to be honest, like, it would be nice to take it out um, and play with it. I think you've needed the excuse to get them rebased, to be honest, because you've not... Yeah, I think the biggest stumbling block for me is the amount of it that is non-GW models. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've got the 
corruptors and I've got the chariots with the corruptors on the back. So what I need to do really is convert some warriors. Um, Your standard yeah, chaos so, warriors because you're going to need them, aren't you? You're going to have to. Yeah, yeah. So my plan, I haven't, this isn't pointed completely. Yeah. So I know I can't get all of this in, but this is the, the, the idea, plan. Right? Yeah. Is a great and clean one. Cool. Uh, blow ab rot spawned. Yeah, because that's because I've got my nicest painted model, so yeah. it's got to be in. I like him in the game; he's still quite cool. Um, yeah. Then to take a Harbringer of Decay, which is the mounted Nurgle dude who gives every unit with his command ability gives him a five up, two horrible to die save on mortal units. Okay, cool. Are you gonna? Is that the the guy with the scythe that's riding the, the rotten horse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, are you gonna use that? Uh, I've got Kazric the Befouled from um, Forge World. Yeah, so I'm probably gonna use him. Yeah, no, that's cool because that's an excuse to paint him. Because I, I do have the the actual official Harbinger model, yeah. but he's painted in my Black Warrior scheme. Okay. So I don't really want to repaint him. I'd rather just, yeah, paint up Kazric. Um I might have one if you do need it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, if you let me know. One. Let me know. Yeah. Well, I won't say no. I mean, um, but then so that's basically my mortal contingent. Yeah. Those two heroes, and then my demon contingent is a great and clean one. Yeah, of course, yeah. And that's just to get access to the buffs on my Nurgle units. So my battle line is going to be either 10 or 20 plate bearers for one unit, and then 20 on another unit, and 10 warriors. Okay. So that's basically a hefty amount of Nurgle stuff. Yeah, it's like a wall, isn't it? It's yeah, like it's like three big blocks that are hard to kill. Um, then I'm going to take um, a unit of six drones. Yeah. Um, a soul grinder. And a unit of Blight Kings. And your soul grind is the conversion that you did? Yeah. yeah. So it's my Arachnorok with Mutalith Beast. Um, and the reason I'm taking that is I want to show the model off. Yeah. Um, it's okay in the game. It's not amazing. I think soul grinders are really good when I played them at Safe Coast this year. I well, they were at 10. Yeah. But they're 280. <laughs> uh, so uh, they're... You know they're basically fourteen points under South Coast, which still is not bad. There, yes. I mean, I won't. I wouldn't say that's a, that's an overpriced, but no. I think sixteen wounds, four up, save, got some decent shooting attack. Um, now, I have been looking at the allegiance abilities and trying to work out which is the best to take. So one of them you get with um, is you roll a dice, um, and on a roll of a six, you get plus one to hit if you're within eight of your general. Okay. So it's like your your hero. So it's like your heroes make your units get better at hitting in combat. Yeah, that's cool. With on a roll of a six, you just roll for it. Yeah, roll of six. Um, now that's okay. You can make that on a five if you take the artifact. Oh yeah, uh, the command trait. Sorry. Yeah, the chaos command. Trait. Um, but I think the command trait I'd rather take is to pick a unit within three, and they get plus one to hit. Okay, so so you just get plus one to hit. There's no roll. You just no. go. But then if you roll the six, you're on plus two to hit. That's cool. And the plus one to hit doesn't say combat. It says plus one to hit. Plus one to hit. So, so you can do it for shooting. You're sitting behind the soul grinder. Uh, so on the first turn, you can make the soul grind hit with plus one. Yeah. Or you can go, okay, I'm going to make the... You know the drone shooting hit on plus one. Yeah, because I, I keep gonna, forgetting the drone. I forget all the time, yeah. to be honest. Um, so who would be the general then? The the, the fat harbinger. Oh, the harbinger. Yeah, yeah. Because he's yeah. quite fast moving. Because he's, so, yeah. well, he's I mean he's only movement seven, but he he's 
got to be the general to allow the mortal stuff to get the two horribles that I save. Okay. So he's got to be the general. Yeah. If I want to use that benefit, which obviously I do. Mm. Um, then the artifacts, I can give anyone the artifact. So um, it doesn't matter who I give it to, but there's a couple. One is to try and protect the Harbinger. So you yeah. go, okay, I'll have the minus one to, to I think he gets a six up save against order. But they're uh, sorry, a six up save against wounds, and then on a five up against order. Okay. So that gives you basically a five up, five up special save. Yeah, it turns him into a bit uh, of a tank. Yeah. Like that potentially could be really good on the great and clean one. Because what's the great and clean one's save standard? Four, then five. Four, With, then five, because then a five again. Oh, it gets order, so you get a four or five, five. And then a six against most everything else. Yeah, so four, five, four, six. five, six. That's really so good. Like, you know. It'll make him really tanky, so you could go with that. The other ones are kind of a little bit lackluster. One is like minus one to hit in one round, I think, and there's a few other bits and bobs, but it's like they're not amazing. No. But um, that protection one, I think there was one other one I was looking at, but I can't remember now. Um, but basically, the idea is to have uh, two groups that can operate independently that buff each other. Yeah. Everything's Nurgle, so um, some of the abilities trigger on each other. So, like the Blight King's heal will trigger on any Nurgle unit, and yeah. the um, Great and Clean One's vomit will affect any Nurgle unit. Um, so, so it's like a cross army synergy that yeah, where they all sort of independently buff each other. Yeah, and I don't think it's the strongest. I mean, I'm sure there's some things in there that would be better. His points would be better spent on other things. Yeah. Like maybe you just go 10, 10 plague bearer, 10 plague bearer, 10 plague bearer, then you just put all the points to the good stuff. Yeah. But, but still, I, think... I mean, you're in for the shot with the. I mean, to be honest, mate, if you get the army based and, and re- rebased and redone, you'd probably be in for a shot for winning the painting. There. Yeah, and that's my goal. If I'm honest, that's what I want to do. Yeah. I'd like to win the painting. Um, if anything, I'd like to get. Maybe the army photographed, or them go. We would like to put this in white dwarf or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of want to show off the army. I really enjoy painting um, the blight kings and the armor and the warriors. So yeah. I'm not worried about having to paint those. All the other stuff's done. It just needs rebasing. And actually, I don't really mind rebasing. No, I think so. That's something that I need to get my act together and do with some of my other stuff. Considering how different an army can look with a new base scheme and on raids. Yes. Well, you've seen that with my ghouls. Mm. They just look completely different on those like rich, warm basing with the cold kind of... I like your basing on your ghouls. I think they look really, really cool. Yeah, I'm really pleased how it turned out. I think the problem is, is when you're starting from... You've already got a painted model and you're going, let's do a base. It's really hard to do a base that will look good and complement the model yeah when you've already got the model done and you could just use the old scheme and that's an option but then I look at that and actually I'm I kind of gone off my Nurgle basin a little bit the it's a bit bland stuff. it's just a bit bland and I think the green's not bright enough it doesn't look very it looks like the world that was to me yeah I think that's yeah. what I mean yeah. and you I think now with the the fact that Age of Sigmar is a complete like reset and stuff you can you can go crazy. I think it, you could just go a lot brighter. Yeah. And it doesn't look out of place because you could just go, well, the world that was was kind of dark, gritty, and, and based in realism. And, and, and yeah, and, yeah, you know. So I made, I don't like, like pink tentacles and, and green slime. It's very understated. Yeah. And I think actually I could make that more, a bit more bombastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
you obviously just, don't want it to look too weird, but no. it'd be interesting to see what you do. Yeah, with with it. To be honest, I am tempted to try and make it look like they're in Nurgle's garden. That'd be cool. And use like tufts and things, and do a little bit of work on some of those sort of like specialist tufts you can get yeah. to make them look kind of decaying and rotting. That'd be because then it yeah it looks like it's with the flowers and stuff yeah 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 so you I'm thinking about running the airbrush like you sort of like a brownie black wash over in over the sort of the tufts in in yeah. little spots and then so it almost looks like the, the, they're sort of struggling to live yeah you could almost like use the, the, the new uh, washes as well because they're gloss aren't they you can buy like non yeah gloss you can yeah and like the, the new almost, so yeah, gloss because yeah. that would look really cool then wouldn't it like because they would look slimy and glossy without you having to try and varnish them yeah that's a good shout I mean I think I'd rather go like the dry dead look okay yeah yeah but um, yeah I mean there's options I mean because there's a lot of gloss on the army yeah I suppose so yeah. I because the, the slime pools are going to be glossy so it's kind of the matte gloss yeah it's the like, contrast is the contrast that, yeah. that you want um, I mean you know, it would be good if you were doing like if you wanted to make it look like they were slimy yeah definitely a good idea um, but I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of leaning towards that kind of list yeah. I don't think it's super competitive it's okay it's got some shooting it's got it's got stuff that doesn't die but then it doesn't do a lot either yeah. In combat, you know, it's kind of. But I think, with regards to the missions in the General's Handbook that we're going to be playing, you're going to want units that stick around. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You know, you're going to want units that are like resilient that can hold those objectives. I mean, who's going to shift those ten Blight Kings? Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's hard work. It's going it? to take a, a few lot. rounds. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it, depending on how the missions play, because I haven't really read them, whether you like clock up a turn. Yeah, some of you do, some you don't. Yeah, so, so it depends on the mission. But I think the for me the um, it's going to be kind of Nurgle outlast with some spells and yeah. things and and just going. But basically, I just want to kind of enjoy the the sort of the theme of it. Yeah, um, I think it's going to look great on the table, and I think that when you've got them all together, I think it, it's going to have some. It's got some teeth to it. It's yeah, you know, it's not it's not weak. Sure. No, I mean I think that's like your standard style of like list building is that you take something that isn't that doesn't look necessarily the cutting edge, but is has its strengths yeah. and its you know its ability, and then you you play it well. So you know that I think that's how you did so well recently at, at Call to War and stuff as yeah. well. So yeah, and I think um, yeah, I think it'd be really cool. I mean, I've got my display board as well. So uh, display board wanker. So I could use that, yeah. but the only problem is if I change the base scheme, I won't be able to use it really. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could, you could just basically just pop the old. Uh, if you do the the cork the same way, and then just put tufts on it, you just bang a load of tufts on it. And yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I could always repaint the sign pools, but that'd be a bit of a pig. Yeah. Um, as soon as I've got water effect over the top of it, have you put water? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Black it down and do it again. Yeah, I could do. It's, it's, I mean, why why put you through itself through building another one when I think that yeah, this, I just probably wouldn't take it. Yeah, but if it didn't look right, I just wouldn't take it. Just get a black blackboard put on that. Yeah, I might just base them the same, but just make them brighter and then put tufts on. Yeah, I think with the because obviously you're going to be popping them off those bases, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you base them really similarly, what I'd hope I could do is just take the cork off completely. Okay. So rather than take the feet off, just just take the whole. Have you pinned them or stuck them? Uh, 
stuck, I believe, because oh, yeah, so, I'm lazy. Yeah, I'm lazy too. I don't. I only um, when I have to. Um, I thought you could just get some tweezers and just rip half the cork off, and then just. Well, that, well, that's what I mean. Just take bottom. a knife and take the whole cork, like bit they're stood on. Yeah. You know, and then just paint round it. Yeah. But I might, I might just make them from scratch and take them off. I mean, I, I rebased all my other stuff, and it was they were the undead stuff was a nightmare. Because yeah. it was like I had leaves, grass, and sand, and dip, and varnish. They were just like <laughs> they're just like hours, like sore fingers, and like yeah. I, I literally did cut myself a few times. And yeah, I had people with their feet being ripped off, and that's the problem. I uh, rebased all of my old warriors halfway through basing them, and and uh, when you're rebasing, you tend to just rip half the paint off the feet of the model. Yeah, it's yeah, frustrating it's a pain in the ass. Uh, but hopefully I can I can do those without too much pain. Yeah. The the models that obviously I really want to be careful on is like the Blight Kings and Blowab. Yeah. Um, you just take a little bit more time with those. I will do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's only six models, so I'd be really 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 careful on those. I mean, well, they are your Golden Demon Pimp winners, aren't yeah. they? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I don't really want to ruin them. No. Um, so I, I mean, I think it'd be quite a cool army to play. It'd be fun to play with. And it's rebased my Nurgle, so it's done then and it's out of the way. And you can just add to it as stuff yeah. gets released then, can't you, if there's anything else that I you... I would probably add some Clown Pestilence. Glockin. Get a Glockin in there. Oh, I sold my Glockin. I don't really want to do the Glockin. It's a big project. Yeah. But 480 is quite cheap. Yeah. I was tempted. He's really good as well. Yeah, yeah. he is good. I, yeah. I didn't get to see what Tom Maudsley's one did when I played him at Safe Coast um, on the Friday night because I shot it off. Yeah. But, but I, I, it does seem really good what's he actually his command ability is quite good isn't it it makes uh, every get plus one attack yeah so like within range of him I think so if you've got that combo with the harbinger yeah and like with the abilities then so you but the harbinger is command ability so you can't use both oh yeah so that that's the problem when you start looking at the chaos stuff you start going it's all command abilities and then you say I really want something that allows me to use multiple abilities yeah but that's Archeon and you can't take him really uh, but the Archeon isn't could be a Nurgle model yeah so so uh, but then when you've got Archeon on the Glockkin that's a significant chunk of your points yeah I could imagine how many points is Archeon going to 700 really so he's what you're basically 1200 points to your army is Archeon and the Glockkin yeah you weren't taking both would you I don't know what would you have left what would you put in it wouldn't really matter would it no <laughs> Sell the no. Faithless to make the Glockkin fly. Well, I don't know if Forge World's going to be in. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. So, I mean, Sal's an option, like, it, for my Chaos Army, because I'm not taking any battle line units that aren't, um, that aren't specific to uh, Allegiance other than Chaos. Yeah, so... So I could put Sal in if he's cheap. I don't know what he's going to price him at. Yeah. Because I actually own him, and I own Nightmare as well. Yeah. Flying Grey and Clean one. Yeah, it'd be pretty good. I don't think he's that good enough combat. I would more thinking about putting ten Blight Kings into your opponent. Yeah. After buffing them, could you give him plus one to hit and do all the stuff, and then just launch him in? Yeah, that's true. Uh, or you could just literally launch twenty Plague Bearers into the army just to hold them up. Yeah, it just makes that that like those core units a little bit more sort of like tactically flexible as well because yeah. Vikings are a little bit slow aren't they and like half the problem with them is when they're walking across the table if you've got something with a lot of range threat you, you're chipping them off as they come across the table at you whereas if they're moving yeah. 12 inches a turn yeah I mean I was tempted with a play call catapult but that'd be a, cool a I play calls the same points as five Blight Kings so why take it then 
take yeah I, I think that's the thing you just it gets down onto that I'll just take more men yeah um, I think it's but, the bl- be- but the, to be honest the, the plate claw is just it is really good at killing yeah. units it just if someone's got like lots of scoring units it's just really good at just chipping them off I think um, that's the thing that's, that's so good about like Age of Sigmar is that you can fit a plate claw catapult into your Warriors of Chaos Army your Nurgle themed Warriors of Chaos Army it's fine and then if you wanted to go down that route of Clan Pestilence, there's a Clan Pestilence book. Yeah. There's extra bits and pieces out for them. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got the... Um, I'd like know, to do a Plague Furnace at one point. Yeah, Plague yeah. Furnace, you know, and, you know, convert some Plague Monks. I mean, yeah, they haven't got a save, but they, they pump out a lot of attacks from what I remember. Yeah, they're all right. I mean, I think they're quite cheap, so they'd be yeah. quite cheap battle line if you wanted to go down that route. And I think the cheapest is Clan Rats yeah. for your battle line. I think it would, like, thematically, it would look cool. You know, if you and what's the what's the 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 Nurgle uh, this sort of like this the Skaven greater demon the the vermin lord the vermin lord yeah. that looks like it's like rotting is it yeah the, that's the the herald of it's like the pestilence one I don't know yeah. what it's called but harbinger of decay is it yeah I, I mean like cause I can imagine he'd look I mean yeah it's a different model this I mean I, I, I it is I know, it's a vermin lord corruptor isn't it that's yeah what it is. yeah I I think actually that that model's awful uh, the, I, not as in the model but. In the game, is it's, it really is really it really bad? In the game, yeah, it's yeah. Really oh, okay, yeah. I think you'd probably take Screech Vermin King over yeah, that because Screech Vermin King. I, I played it recently at um, Call to War when I played. Um, I can't forget the guy's name. You played against it. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I leave it at that. He's going to kick off when I see him next because <laughs> I, I should know his name. You don't know who he is. So it's all right. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think Screech Vermin. I think he's actually quite good, and he looks. You know, he's, he's a bit rotten model-wise. Yeah, he's like got the same face thing, yeah. Yeah, so I think that'd be cool. Nice to see you paint a model like that, you know, because I've not seen you do something like that before. No, I've got a Warbringer that I built yeah. back in the end times. Um, but, I mean, like, to be honest, like, even... You could you could make anything look Nurgle. Yeah. So, even if it's not Nurgle, if you're just theming it, it's not a big problem. No. I mean, like, to be honest, like, I've got... I kind of would probably put a pin in that army and move on. Yeah. Once it's done, yeah, I kind of doing that at the moment. I'm just going. I've got this army. Right, I'll go do another army. Right, I'll do another army because this will my Nurgle and my is going to be my fourth Age of Sigmar army. Yeah. In the last so twelve one, months, one for each faction. No. Uh, yeah. Order. No. Chaos? I've done destruction yet. No. Yeah. I've done two chaos. Um, I have started a destruction army, but I don't think that will see the light of day for a long time. Um, if I even if it ever does, um, it's basically I've got death, order, chaos, and then I'll do another chaos. Yeah, and my next army after that's probably going to be chaos again. Okay, yeah, because so, uh, so, yeah. I've got my my old warriors that I want to use, like my black armored warriors. Yeah, so I'm probably going to revisit them. Um, so I'm going to end up with almost a, a, a every mark has its own army. That's cool. So and I've got my demons as well, so I can. Rebase some of my old demon army. That's something so, I've been thinking about doing, like rebasing them, either to sell or to actually use. Because it's, I might as well make the most of the the two armies that I've got sat under my like spare bed. Yeah, but you're probably gonna you want to do Sylvaneth next, aren't you? Yeah. So I'll have it's a continuation of my order army, isn't it? So yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got the I've got all those demons and stuff. I'm, I'll either rebase them and sell them or 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 just you know just sell them as they are to like a ninth fader on the square basis yeah maybe yeah 
don't know if it's going to be a thing in six months' time, but there you go. Yeah, we'll see do, you, do you think your um, the doubles event, are you taking Sylvan F? Or are you I'm not go... sure. Me and Liam me and Liam Cook, we were talking about it. We're, I could, we were basically flirting with the idea of taking Sylvan F Stormcast Army. Um, mm. Because you get a phase and points in the doubles event that's coming up, the Brothers of Sigmar, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, which is John Warmington's event. Check it out on the, uh, the Warmer forum. Um, and it turns out that you get a phase and points each, you get a command ability, you know, you get an allegiance ability each. So I'd have, you know, whatever your general is, that that is what, you know, essentially what you do. Um, so we, I was going to take the Stormcast because conveniently at a phase and points, so I can take the Prime and four units adjudicators. Yeah. And have loads of fun shooting people all weekend and moving backwards. Um, yeah, yeah. And, that's, that's fun, I guess. Yeah. Um, and Liam was going to take a Sylvan F army, which I'm not sure what he was going to take. But we are toying with the idea of taking like a, a, of just a, a sort of like a mono Sylvan F force. So he take a phase and points to Sylvan F. I take a phase and points to Sylvan F. Um, both of us have a general with a command ability, um, a Sylvan F ability, and two battle line, whatever three battle line units each. Or is it two? I think it's two. Two. Two Ender Brothers, yeah. Because it's a thousand points, you need two. Yeah. So um, what I was thinking of taking, because I'm halfway through painting her at the moment, is a Lariel. Two units of tree revenants, which seems expect because they're like they're, they're 120 points for five. Yeah, I'm not sure how relevant they'll be, but the whole sort of like panpipe moods jumping around the table <laughs> thing is quite good. Um, you should actually get some panpipes. Yeah, so you can go like I'm going to move them. <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Definitely going to get some. Uh, so what's that? Yeah, just be like. Uh, the, do you like those like get like a like one of those a cowboy hat and a poncho yeah and a set of windpipes <laughs> and you and Liam just kind of bob and put some like cheesy jazz <laughs> yeah. and do, do like I don't know like covers of pop songs with yeah like hit me baby one more time I'd let you do it for free if you did that you just go yeah you can tell whatever you want if you're going to do that that's amazing um, so yeah I was thinking of taking two of those and then a unit of Kronoff Hunters Either the, the scythes or the um, the bows, one of each. Uh, can't fit them. Can't oh right, okay. Yeah, I don't think I can fit them because obviously. I just take the scythes then. Yeah, the no, big. You need to shoot. Shoot's boring. No, shoot's fun. It's not. It is. I, I shoot fours and threes. Rend one, damage D three, two shots each. Win. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah me and me and Terry got a plan. Yeah, that's fine. So we got a plan. I'm gonna I'm gonna basically that was what I was thinking of doing with with Alario, but um, she is a you, big uh, point sink. Do you see three warp lightning cannons, yeah? Three warp lightning cannons. <laughs> Terry hasn't got three warp lightning cannons. He's gonna, <laughs> He's gonna you're gonna make Terry build yeah. three warp lightning cannons. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> he was we did mention that idea. Yeah. It'd be wet on the table now, Terry, we painted yeah, the day before. Yeah. This is on the table, it's <laughs> mad, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, I mean I'm probably gonna take the Nurgle contingent. Yeah. Um, so I think the list I wrote was Blowab. Uh, Harbinger, Blight Kings, and Warriors, and that's basically it. So I just yeah. take, I just take loads of Nurgle. Um, you and Terry gotta be like, well, not feeling confident going into the event. We're not thinking about it that hard. Like I said to him, like, do you want to, do you want to win? If you want to win, we'll take Death. Okay. And I'll just, we'll just, I'll write the list and we just play. Yeah. But I think I don't really like the idea of. I want him to feel a little bit invested in it. When I asked him, "What do you want to do?" He's going, "You you decide, and I'll do whatever." And I'm like, "Well, I don't really like that." No, you want and someone. It gives you want to bounce ideas around. Yeah, I kind of want it to feel like they're they're enjoying it as well, and 
it's cool but I think we're literally going to get pissed yeah um, I'm, I, I'm trying to say to Terry does he want to drive and what's going on I don't really know what you can get a travel arrangements are but um, I said to him that you could get a hotel if you wanted but I don't know I don't know what he's going to do but anyway I'm going to be drinking cool so it's going to be fun for me yeah you can be doing like li- listen to Russ making Schwarzenegger I, yeah maybe yeah. maybe you can I, tell you're doing well if you, with the drinks if Russ is like shouting Schwarzenegger I don't know what you're talking about this yeah. is a vicious rumour <laughs> if he's um, dead eyes in you then you're doing like you, you're beating him if he's um, if he's no, Schwarzenegger no, that just laughing and thinking. joking then you, you know you then never you really know he's gonna win. What? you never really I only lose to myself really <laughs> <laughs> what could you tell me what to do all the time yeah, I'm no, like your yeah, puppet exactly. you're my puppet master yeah that's it yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah I mean we got some ideas for that as well but I mean cool. to be honest I don't really know what else to say other than um we as obviously what we do on this cast talk about tournaments and gaming it's obviously the general handbook going to be a massive part of that yeah um, and we're obviously going to do a show on Call to War which we haven't done yet and we'll talk about um, you know obviously uh, Brothers of Sigmar and, yeah. and Warlords and the Facehammer GT yeah. uh, which some of you may have heard about so um, we got some really cool announcements for that soon I won't tell you on this um, because it, or you can look on the YouTube channel yeah. or the Facebook or the website or the forum or the next show we'll probably talk about it yeah. um, but also we've got um, sort of to talk about is just I just want to, I want to touch on the number of releases that are coming out this month yeah there's um, a lot right? there's so many I honestly yeah. it's almost too much <laughs> Yeah, it's, um, it's like when you're having that that really nice meal and like yeah. you're there and you're like, wow, this is like the best steak I've ever eaten. And then you're like, but there's almost too much of it, and yeah. now I'm just piling food into me, and I don't yeah. don't know what to do, and I feel a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, and then you regret it afterwards. Yeah, um, I think, yeah, I, I this month's kind of the year of Age of Sigmar, it's his birthday. Yeah, but I feel that the the kind of the amount of stuff coming out. It's just ridiculous. I mean, this month is the Silver Neff, yeah. the General's Handbook, the Allgates book, uh, a Battle Tome which hasn't been announced yet, but it's been leaked. But I won't talk about it in case I get in trouble. Yeah, um, and some other bits and bobs and some scenery and that. And you just like, what? How many books are they going to release in in four weeks? I mean, that's crazy. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I haven't even had a chance to read half the stuff and I got it early and I still haven't read it um, so I just I just think it's a bit too much at the moment yeah it's I mean that's that's a lot of place to be in where we're saying yeah. it's probably a little bit too much they're yeah, complaining there's too many stuff for us to get but um, yeah I guess to be fair I'd rather have it this way than the other way with nothing yeah. like the, the start like of the eight start edition. of eighth. oh god yeah that was horrible oh, I'm god. really excited about the new edition oh there's nothing happening yeah, so I think I think it's good for the momentum. To be honest, um, I, I hope that the momentum keeps. I think it will. I mean, summer up. campaign. We haven't talked about that, have we? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, all just off, in, apparently. Only kicked off like yesterday. Yeah, when they're winning. Oh fuck off! <laughs> well, of course they're going to win because all the kids are playing Stormcast. What's wrong with Stormcast? Well, the fucking oh, just oh, oh only just the faith. Only the faith. No, no, only the faithless. Only the faithful. No, we're not healing hammer. He's gonna he's gonna get us with some your sort copyright infringement. He already pretty much has adopted it as his is his slogan, is his mantra. Yeah, <laughs> you're like Dan, don't sue us. He's gonna sue us. 
Um, I honestly, um, I think, I, I think that the campaign is a cool idea. Yeah, but I'm a little bit worried that because Sylvaneth had just come out and Stormcast is quite strong, that Order are just going to walk it. Yeah, um, which, to be honest, I think the um, the premise of it's cool because what I've heard is they're going to write into the fluff like the result, That's and cool. like what they did with Storm of Chaos. Where, I don't know what that is. Well, there was there was a campaign and they had all the big names: Archeon, Grimgore. Think of it like the End Times. Okay. And they and people played it out, and loads of characters got killed off, and there were new army lists, and there were sieges, and cities got destroyed. Yeah. And then they just went, yeah, we're not writing that in. Okay. And they just reset it all. Okay. And you're like, because they were like, oh, we actually don't like what they've done. Is this the thing when like Brian Hatchett mentioned to me that like Grimgore headbutted Archeon yeah. or something, and then walked off? Yeah. And like Von Karstein got all the way to like the gates of, um, I think Manfred got all the way to the gates of Outdorf, and then just. Somebody like waved, waved something at him, and he just went, "Yeah, fuck that, I'm yeah. out." I'm like, "Yeah, drop that shit, drop that. Mic yeah. drop, I'm gone." Mic drop and walked off. Yeah. I, could, I, could, <laughs> I could take outdoor if I'm not going. Yeah, I'm not. And it was, it was like stuff I, like Volkmar got like um, uh, basically skinned alive and um, stapled to Bellacor's battle standard. It's amazing. And he was screaming off the banner and that was Bellacor's battle standard was Volkmar in chains on a th- and then in one of the battles he like breaks free yeah. and he's like this possessed Sigmar infused um, priest with flail chains yeah and you're like cool but then that didn't happen okay and then uh, so there was loads of stuff like that I can't remember it all but um, yeah and there was like Volton was like you know he was like the, the Sigmar reincarnate and all that kind of yeah. stuff that all come about from Storm of Chaos and it was really cool like, it was really exciting and it was really awesome and then it just was like no I don't think it's too much it's too extreme and it's all out of control and it's all got a bit weird um, yeah. and I think the um, that that's the intention with this is kind of like it's going to determine how big a foothold each like sort of race gets in each Realm obviously chaos is already okay already there yeah running rampant like, but it's right. like who you know do, which city is going to be controlled by death is it going to get sacked is it yeah. going to turn into like a death city or is it going to be you know is it going to be retaken by chaos or is it going to be like an order foothold in you know so and then that will be written in I think from what I understand so That's I think it's pretty cool. cool I mean I need to I haven't looked at it to be honest I've only had a conversation with the guy at the community team. Yeah. Um, about it, I haven't. I know it's gone up and in this bit stuff released, but I haven't read any of it, so I don't know I, the ins and outs. So. I know the War Chiefs are really pumped for it. They're like, uh, I, I think the reason I haven't is I don't have a gaming club. Yeah. So how excited can I get about it? You know. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. And you like it's going down to like because they have to, you have to submit the thing, the figures at workshop, don't you? I think. Yeah, I think so. Posting them online because. I think if you post, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm talking rubbish. If you post them online, it's very easy to falsify, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I know that like, the War Chiefs are really pumped about it. I think there's like ten games arranged for Monday. I know it's all um, all based around the, this campaign, um, and like some of the guys are using Safe Ghost Pools, some of the guys are using the General's Handbook because um, with the, you know the, with the, the leak that's out there, you can play the game, can't you, with the point systems. Um, using the actual because there's a, a, a mission each each week or each month. I think there's a yeah, special battle plan each, each yeah that you're meant to play so they're all playing that battle plan you know yeah 
um, which I think is really really cool. I'm, uh, I haven't arranged a game. I might try and arrange a game. Get down there. Yeah, that'd be cool. I don't think I'll get a chance to play any games under it, to be honest, by the time the summer's over. I think it's more aimed at a different age group, really. I mean, if if I could get to a workshop with a gaming night, because mine's in a shopping centre, so we don't really have anything. It's like, it's not any, don't really have gaming tables. It's kind of a bit rubbish. I I wish there was something to get involved, but, you know, I mean, if you would buy Warhammer World, it'd be amazing. Yeah, can you imagine what it'd be like at Warhammer World? I haven't spent the day like There's loads of people there today. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I think it'd be amazing. Can you imagine like that kicking off up there? It'd be like great, especially on some of those tables. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. But I think that probably wraps up for our car sode. Yeah, car sode one. Car sode. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, hopefully this comes out okay. Um, we might be a bit quiet because I put the mic gain off to try and cut the background noise, and uh, I don't know how clear Les is because it's not massive on his, on the bars on the machine and I haven't got my headphones yeah so, so I can't listen back to it so hopefully I'm not too quiet um, I'll try and boost it um, yeah, it doesn't help that I'm concentrating in this horrendous traffic yeah but it does help that we've been talking and not thinking about the traffic maybe yeah but alright well thanks for joining us um, we will speak to you soon see you guys to make sure you don't miss out on any more hammer to your face Subscribe to us on iTunes, add our RSS feed to your reader, and follow us on Twitter at facehammer underscore. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to give us some feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.